you only get one shot at retirement. So you better get it right. That's why we're here to help you with income planning, investment planning, and making sure you're taking advantage of advanced tax planning. Eliminate the financial worries of tomorrow and retire with certainty today by listening to Phil Putney of AFS Wealth Management. This is the podcast for you if you need to eliminate lots of question marks that surround your current financial plan. Welcome to Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts. Hey everybody, welcome into this edition of Phil's Tax Hacks and Other Retirement Facts with Phil Putney and myself. Phil, what's going on, bud? How are you? I'm doing good. We're, we're deep into tax season here. So. Oh yeah, I imagine you probably are getting a little slammed, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, it's that time of the year. Well, thank they're you for taking their, their documents now and yeah. uh, getting all the, the compliance work done. All the, the planning we've done throughout the year now is coming to fruition and we file a return. So. Yeah, yeah, we, we are firmly entrenched in March. So, yeah, I would imagine that's probably the case. You're starting to ramp up pretty good. Well, thanks for taking the time to uh, spend uh, 10, 10 or 15 minutes or so with us, as we usually do, talking about investing, finance, and retirement. As a CPA, I imagine this is definitely your bit. I don't know. Are you, you're kind of busy all year, but I imagine I guess it ramps up around this time, huh? Yeah, it gets a little bit busier this time of year just because we do um, work with primarily the uh, the clients that we've done financial planning and investments with on the uh, the tax side. You know, so it's a kind right. of evaluated service we provide. Um, we do a lot of, like I mentioned, tax planning anyway. So this is the culmination of that where we're having to account for everything that uh, that we plan for and, and put gotcha. in different plans. So. Okay. Well, we're going to get into our main topic. We're going to jump right in this week with our desire to retire. And uh, I've got levels. We've kind of put these into uh, five levels, if you were. You know, I, I'm down here in, in Hurricane Alley. So uh, categories one through five, <laughs> if you want to go with hurricane, hurricane categories. That's a good analogy. I like that. Yeah. So uh, not so much when it shows up on your door, but you know. Yeah, that's uh, right. Uh, no, not not, not in the hurricane sense, but That's in, right. in the retirement sense. But in the sense. retirement <laughs> sense, exactly. So I've got these categories. I'm going to give them to you, and you just kind of give us your thoughts about the the type of person that might find themselves in this category, okay? And this level of their, their desire to actually pull the trigger on retirement. All right, so different people, different levels, all that good kind of stuff. Level one is that kind of, well, maybe like yourself a little bit, Phil, the I don't see myself retiring. I love what I do. Yeah, so it's funny you mentioned that because that's um, when we talk about that, you know, retirement, and I, I don't have any plans for that for many years. But my wife is always saying, well, you'll probably never retire. And I probably agree with her, you know, to some extent. And that's the career, our career, the way it is, is it's very easy just to pare back a little bit. You know, you can make it work into your lifestyle. And to me, really, that's what retirement is. It, it's not, I think too often people get retired up or tied up with a retirement age is, oh, I've got to retire at 65. Isn't that the retirement age? Or it has nothing to do with an age. It doesn't even really have anything to do with money you've accumulated. That all depends on the money you're going to spend. It's really having the ability to either stop work or pare back and and still live the lifestyle you want. You know, so that level one person that, that's viewing it that way, I think, is perfect. The risk they face, though, is that they might think, "Oh, I'm never going to retire, and I'll, I'll work forever and not save properly for it." And unfortunately, retirement may not be at your will for several reasons. I mean, it, you know, the company might be downsizing and your number gets drawn or you might have some health issues that all of a sudden you can't work anymore. So, you know, that's the biggest risk that the person at a level one for retirement faces is you still have to have a plan in place to say, okay, does it work at this age? You know, knowing that I can, if I need to just walk away. 
Yeah, no, and I think that's a good point. And that's kind of that, you know, level one, thinking about a cat, you know, a hurricane, that's kind of like that. It's kind of mild, you know. <laughs> right, and most people at that, they're like, yeah, yeah, it's not going to happen. But, I mean, right. it's, it's funny how you can move from a, a level one to a level five Exactly, quick, and that's, you know? yeah, well, you'll kind of see that as we're kind of working our way through this. So, maybe you're in that one, you do see yourself wanting to work forever. But to Phil's point, you know, um, things can happen, you, an unexpected illness, physical issues, um, or you just wake up one day 10 years later and go, yeah, I changed my mind. <laughs> That's right. You know, so. and it, I get that a lot. I mean, yeah. it's, it's funny you mentioned that because I was working with a client recently that uh, she's a school teacher. And when we first started our process, she's like, no, I don't know if I'm going to retire. I really like what I do. And as we were going through the process and yeah, I mean, you, I told her technically you can retire today if you want. The, the assets are there. Everything works. I, I don't think I'm going to, you know, and, and two, three meetings into it. I don't know what happened, but something she's like, you know what? You said I can retire, right? I think I'm going to do it in the first quarter. (laughs) (laughs) So something happened that boom, all of a sudden, yep, I'm done. Yeah. You'll you'll know. You'll know when it's time. Yeah. Well, and and maybe she could have found herself in in this level too, right? Where it's like, well, I guess, you know, you get the information. Well, I guess maybe I could retire, but the pay is pretty good and I don't hate it. So why not? Right. And I mean, I get it. I get several clients that, that are kind of in that category. You know, this is very common where you still have to run the math to see, can I, you know, but then it's a matter of, well, yeah, you could, but maybe it's going to be a, a tight retirement, right? So working a couple extra years, you don't really hate what you do. It's okay. And, you know, I just, I got a bonus or whatever it is. Yeah. So the longer you work, it does definitely play into longevity into that retirement plan and maybe even allow you to have a little bit higher level of spending and, or do more things in retirement, you know? So it's that trade-off of, you know, if, if you don't hate it, then maybe it does make sense to continue for a little bit longer. Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of times for these people too, if you find yourself in that category, maybe it's also just a lack of information and knowing what you can do. And that might kind of lean you into that level three category, this next one where it's like, well, I'd like to maybe retire in a few years, but I really just don't have any idea. And it's probably where most people find themselves is this level three that I'm not really sure if I can retire or when I can. Exactly. So that is where most of the clients that we start working with are. They, you know, they've got a vision of what retirement is to them. They'd like to retire at 66, 67, five, whatever it is for them. You know, they've not made any official plans, but they're a couple of years out starting to think about it. You know, they think they've got enough saved. They've got a lot of the other big expenses taken care of. The kids are through school. You know, maybe they finally got into a a house that is where they're going to stay in retirement or whatever the case is, but they're now starting to get a little bit more clear about retirement, wanting to really focus it in on, you know, does it work? Right. You know, those are, those are actually people at a level three, I think are, and level one and two. I mean, there's, there's a lot more flexibility in there, right? Because you've got a little bit of time, you're planning for it, you know, and, and can better understand all the different moving pieces that go into that retirement to see, you know, do I work a little longer or do you have enough? You could actually retire tomorrow, like I was mentioning with the one client. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And I think a lot of times, and again, you can see folks how these naturally can lead themselves from one to the next because it's a flowing kind of thing. I mean, you may love your job and 10 years later, really like your job and f- two weeks after that, like, well, maybe not so much anymore. And maybe you find you're, you know, you're moving your way through these levels. Maybe you're a four at this point where you're like, well, I I think I could do another couple of years, but man, our retirement's really starting to look good. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And that's like the one client I was mentioning, she was probably a two or three and and went to a four, you know, I mean, she didn't hate it. She wasn't like, get me out tomorrow, but right. 
<laughs> that's, our, like, that's our know, five. I, I think I'm done. It's just, <laughs> right. I, I've had enough. And, and if I can retire, let's do it. Yeah. You know, which, I mean, that's, I, I like when, when we have a discussion or a plan with a client, I like them to be able to see that, you know, that to me is satisfying because it tells me now they can retire when they want. You know, when it's time. Yeah, when it feels good um, for them. Well, yeah. and it's funny that you said that because that is, as I mentioned, that's that's my five, right? The level five, that that category five hurricane, if you will, is, you know, Phil, if I don't get out of here, I'm going to snap. <laughs> right. right? And, and yeah, so, I mean, now, now we're, you know, talking, this is urgent care type of thing. We're, we're in trauma. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want to treat a patient in trauma. You have to, right. obviously, but that's not the best case scenario. It's, well, you don't want to be hasty, know, catching it right? ahead of that yeah. you know, or the, yeah. get to the level five. You know, so um, hopefully, and I've had clients that have gone, you know, from one stage down to five and several of them that, you know, we've done the planning. They were kind of in that, you know, three scenario. They're a few years out. We've done the planning. It all works. They had a, a mm-hmm. date figured out. Right. And then all of a sudden, some layoff notices came through, company downsized. Now they're at a five. You know, it's like not that they, you know, they've got to quit because they, they don't like it anymore. It's just that job's gone. You know, you've True. Got, that's another reason. Yeah. 30 days and you know, your, your termination date is this point and you got decisions to make and does it work? And so, you know, or just, yeah, you can't take it anymore. Um, yeah. So hopefully you've done some pre-planning, if not planning when you hit that level five, so you know what your options are, you know, just like a, a hurricane. I mean, if you're in that part of the country that, that hurricanes are a reality and you know, you've got a plan of, okay, what happens when I hit a level five hurricane, what do we do? You know, same thing with your retirement. Yeah. Hopefully you never hit it, you know, but um, you need to look at the potential of it and, and see, you know, can I do it if I need to or what does my scenario look like? Well, and I think all those levels, Phil, right, carry a level of, hey, just have a backup plan in place. Whether you're that level one and you love what you do, but you don't know if Murphy's Law may come out of nowhere and slap you upside the head, or if you're in level five and you want to leave yesterday, having a plan is going to give you the space and the the information to make an informed decision versus a rash one right well yeah we so we talked podcast or so ago about emotions and yeah. and you know decisions yep. and i mean this is a very emotional decision you very level five that's very emotional you don't want <laughs> right. to go in there and you know I, I don't want a client to come in to me and say you know hey phil i, I put in my two-week notice yesterday i was just done i can't do this right you know can i retire <laughs> <laughs> right no that's not good <laughs> probably not a good scenario because i don't know you know if we haven't been working together and don't have a plan in place i don't know we've got some quick work to do to figure out do you need to start looking for another job or you know are you going to have to to really pare down that retirement so yeah having that some planning in place somewhere along the line as you start to get to the point of you know thinking retirement's two, three, five years down the road, you need to start really figuring out this plan, have that yeah. in place yeah. so that you can better control it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's a great advice. And that's really why we do the podcast is hopefully to share these useful info, information, little nuggets with you. And hopefully you, you find uh, some value to these and we kind of look at things from a different angle. And maybe you find yourself a level one, two, three, four, or five uh, when it comes to your desire to retire. Just make sure you're having a conversation with your financial advisor. If you don't have one and you're not working with Phil, well, you can always give him a call and reach out to him. Maybe you got the podcast through um, through an email or news blast or something 
something like that, give them a jingle and let them know you'd like to chat at 248-888-7530-248-888-7530. If you have uh, subscribed to the podcast, great. We appreciate that. Maybe share that with someone who can benefit from the message. You can always let them know it's on Apple, Google, Spotify, whatever the case is, or just go to Phil's website at AFSWealthMGT.com. Dot com. And while you're there, submit a question if you'd like to for the show. And that's what we've got now from Frank in uh, Plymouth. And Frank says, Phil, I rolled over a 401k to an advisor a couple of years ago, and he put all the money into something called American funds. What do you think? Is it okay, or should I be invested in other things as well? Well, I mean, so American funds, what it is, is a fund family. I mean, there's you've got a lot of different fund families out there. There's hundreds of them, Vanguard, Fidelity, you know, there's a lot of different fund families. I mean, there's nothing wrong with American funds. You just got to make sure, number one, does it meet your risk tolerances and, and is it fitting your goal? Yeah. Um, you know, I get sometimes concerned if everything's all in one fund family because not all fund families are good at everything. You know, you typically you need a more diversified portfolio and managers typically are better at certain things than others, you know? So that, that's my only concern when seeing just one fund family in a portfolio is, well, why is that the case? Gotcha. You know, and there, there could be reasons for it. Um, so maybe asking that question, things like that, a lot of considerations to go into it, but um, right. yeah, nothing, nothing wrong with American funds. There are, is but, it worth him Phil to ask that question to his advisor? Say, Hey, why, why did you well, choose to go? Absolutely. With yeah. yeah. I mean, I would definitely ask him and say, you know, I, I know there's other fund families out there. Why is it only American funds? Yeah. You know, why is that the only thing I have? What um, was the, yeah. What was it about it? Yeah. No, no, no nefarious reason of, you know, <laughs> right. that's the only thing that they offer or, you know, oh, that's some true. other reason, yeah. but uh, some incentive, you know, we talked a while ago about incentives and right. problems that that causes, you know, so, uh, but yeah, but I think that, yeah, I so mean, definitely worth the discussion. And a lot of times I think people maybe are not comfortable doing that, but it's certainly fine for you to do so say, yeah, why? Okay. So you put me all in this investment. Is there a particular reason why? And, and it's your money. Ask for an explanation as to why that's the case. If it's not an easy explanation, then yeah, there could be some other reasons to talk about it, but right. Right. And that's, I mean, I encourage my clients all the time when we're working together on their finances is ask as many questions as you have, yeah. you know, you have to be comfortable at whatever level you are. You know, I'm, I'm a technician. I can drown you in information. I try not to, <laughs> but if you want to know the detail, I'll share with you whatever you want. I have clients that are at various levels, you know, some are, well, you understand it and I, I get the big picture. So I'm okay with it. Cause you're, you're, running the, the plan. So right. others are the engineer, the technical type like me, and they want to know the ins and outs and, you know, wherever you fit with that, but that's, that's definitely worth a, a discussion of why. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, great question. Thank you so much for submitting that to the show. Uh, definitely talk with your advisor. If you're not getting the answers you like, reach out to Phil and have a chat with him. You can always come in and get a second opinion on your on your plan in general, as well as take a look at those that, that portfolio. So give him a call, 248-888-7530. Again, thank you so much for the question. We appreciate it. All right, let's finish off with a little getting to know you. And that's a little fun segment here as we wrap up the podcast this week. What's the worst punishment you ever got as a kid phil were you a good kid Worst punishment I, I mean i think i was a pretty good kid i don't remember a lot of punishment per okay. se right. maybe i just got away with it i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but i mean i guess one thing i you know back then you think of it as a punishment now you realize that's just paying for the nice things you have but we um we were fortunate we grew up we had horses and we had a uh, on our uh, property the house is on um horse barn and little stable area in the back where we bring the horses in the winter uh-huh. and um when we had first built it we had to, to take water out to the horse barn so we had to dig a trench 
you know, and there was no running a tractor or anything like that. I mean, it was, you know, to, to put a water thing. And so we hand dug this trench this one summer into the fall. And I mean, it wasn't punishment, you know, go out and dig the trench, but I mean, it was, Hey, you got the horses, they need water, dig the trench. Right. I mean, looking back now and you realize that, but as a kid, you're thinking like, oh, are you serious? I got to go out and dig. This is a lot of work. There's right. roots in there because yeah. you know, it was part of it was through a um, pine tree forest. Oh, jeez, so. <laughs> Oh, jeez. And in our mind as a kid though, we're like, are you mad at me? Why am I having to do this? Yeah. <laughs> I'm digging a trench. It wasn't that like, isn't that something that, you know, back in the day prisoners did? Or? <laughs> I'm on the chain gang. <laughs> I'm on the chain gang. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah, I won't. I won't be able to share mine with our podcast listeners. It's it might be a little too troublesome. <laughs> I, I, but uh, yeah, like a lot of times, you know, I, I think we all do things. And in your mind, when you're a kid, you're like, ah, oh, this is not that big a deal. And uh, and every once in a while, you know, that kind of that that filter turns off, and you go, whoops, that was a big deal. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah maybe. Yeah, maybe, in maybe hi- that was in something hindsight. I been but it, for. I think it made me a better parent. So hopefully, because uh, my daughter was pretty good for the most part she had a couple little things here but who doesn't right we're all kids so yeah yeah, yeah it's the part of part Been of growing up. done that i know what you're thinking yeah part of, part of growing up that's for sure all Absolutely. right well there you go folks that's our podcast this week thanks so much for spending some time with phil and i as we talk about investing finance and retirement if you found it useful if you picked up a useful nugget or two well great let us know uh subscribe to the podcast on apple google spotify various other outlets just search phil's tax hacks or you can find it uh the podcast page right off of his main website which is afswealthmgt.com that's for AFS Wealth Management where you can find Phil uh, throughout the week reach out to him and let him know you've got some questions need some help either way we'll be back next time for more on Phil's tax hacks and other retirement facts thanks for your time my friend I'll see you soon All right, thanks Mark appreciate you folks take care and have a great week Investment advisory services offered through AFS Wealth Management. The content of this program is provided for informational purposes only and is not a solicitation or recommendation of any investment strategy. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the possible loss of principal. There is no assurance that any investment strategy will achieve its objectives.